Hey gang, that was a rough fantasy weekend for me. If you're in the same boat, come commiserate with us. Plus, we're taking a flight in the fantasy time machine this week on the Fantasy IPL Podcast. Ooh-wee. We're back. How was your weekend? My head is still spinning. Those are some crazy games. The, the level of unpredictability, both on the fantasy side, but then like on the pitch, that that was ridiculous. Um, it's Easter, so totally understandable if you miss some games. But did you see KKR steal that game back from the Gujarat Titans? If you didn't watch any cricket this season so far, and you just have time to watch one over... Unless you're a huge Gujarat fan. <laughs> the one you should watch is the last over of that KKR game versus, uh, versus GT. So uh, when, when you just have to have it, Rinku Singh just does it. Five sixes in a row to close that game out, which it looked like Gujarat had it in the bag. Um, Rashid Khan gets a hat trick. Three wickets on three balls. Looks like the door slams on Calcutta. And then they just did exactly what they needed to do. He needed he needed five sixes. He got them. It was it was crazy. And then the the changeover in the game, Punjab versus uh Hyderabad, um it's just like it's a it's one of the craziest bloodbaths I've ever seen as far as just drop just dropped run dropped batters over and over and over again and then Shakar Dewan goes off for a 99 and like legitimately puts his team in contention entirely by himself um, so there were some big heroes in today's match um, that it almost made it hard to remember some of the crazy stuff that happened in the matches on Saturday yeah I uh, I used to hold up I mean I still do Hardik Pandya is a great captain of course he wasn't captaining today but really Rashid Khan did a great job in his place he was there when they needed him nobody could have predicted how that last over went but right now if I had to pick one captain to be my captain on my IPL team I would want Shakar (laughs) he just wills his team they you know had they won today they would have been atop the IPL standings as the only 3-0 team everybody's lost a match at this point and it looked impossible they finished with 143 runs that would have beat either the super giants or uh the sunrisers um and let's see what match was that that was match 10 the the they finished in the 120s (laughs) dewan had 99 of those runs by himself and he just refused to get out um it, it just Two two big heroes today, but as far as a guy just putting a team on his back and doing it, that's twice in a row for Dewan. Yeah. You, you know, you're a big Pandia fan, and he's a great captain too. He's he's not performing as well on the field this year as Dewan, but I mean, talk about differences in styles. It seems like every time they show <laughs> Pandia, he's like on the sideline chatting it up with somebody, and he's yeah. totally fine because he knows his team is going to win. But Dewan is like, I don't think my team's going to win unless I win. So <laughs> he's, he just he does it a different way, and it's uh, it's way more productive for fantasy. And this is a fantasy show, so uh, right now, hats off to Dewan. This season is shaping up to be great. We we were talking before the the show if this weekend's slate of games changed our minds about who the best team was and who the worst team was, uh, and. Forget about the best and the worst. When it comes down to it, four teams make the playoffs. And even if you know kind of maybe who the best one or two is, like there's six teams that are, I feel like, are in contention at the moment for those other two spots. I don't the think this one's going to be decided until the last match. No, yeah, you could be you could be right. I, I don't think, I mean, to have no undefeated teams, only three matches in yeah. for, for most teams is... That's significant, I think. Everybody has stumbled at some point in time. Everybody's beatable. I think Mumbai, are they the only team that has not won a match? Uh, Capitals. 
Okay. Mumbai yeah. is the only team so far that looks like they can't win a match. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a little yeah, bit. That coming up. So let's look at the matches that have come to pass. And what did uh, we learn this weekend? Ooh, um, starting with match eleven, the Rajasthan Royals versus the Delhi Capitals. We learned not to trust Mark when he sends out an article <laughs> to the entire fantasy league saying that Josh Butler is not going to play. And Trying we, to help out. <laughs> and then we learn to set your alarm if you're stateside um, for nice and early to check and verify that Mark is in fact lying to you. I missed out. I didn't play Butler. I didn't play him. Oh, Seems so you're like a little, you're a little like bitter. Did. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to get you bitter later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, this goes fa- back to our third episode where we talked about uh, if you're the commissioner – do you do this do you, and you see something that says, oh, Butler's probably going to be out. He's very likely to be out. Do you send the article or do you just not? And then what I would have done is not played Butler while everybody else played him and got a red dot. But then, of course, it turns out he did play and he was awesome. So yep. I, w- I woke up at four in the morning to make sure. So, yes, don't trust your commissioners and set your alarm. That's what I learned about this weekend. Um but in all seriousness, play Josh Butler. If he's healthy and he's playing, you play him. Is there any circumstance you can think of where you wouldn't do that, Mark? No. Not, not no, now. I mean, it, yeah, if he, if he had three busts in a row, I'd probably be really pissed and not play him just because I would have had him for every one of those three busts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, as far as just a bat, if you, you know, he's, He's as good as it cut yeah. as it gets. Set it don't, and forget it. Yep. Don't worry about him um, at all. That was kind of a goofy match though, because uh, you know, he did well. Yash Jaiswell did did well. He ended up being uh the man of the match. I think he did score more runs than Butler, but I, I, that whole man of the match thing, there's a subjectivity to it that you know, are they gonna give it to the same guy two or three times in a row if he's the best player on the team two or three times in a row? I, I don't know. Um can you recall anybody winning man of the match for their team in consecutive matches or even twice when their team has won? Uh, I think Butler won it more than once last year, but I don't know if they were consecutive. I'm sure he won it more than once. Yeah. But like, you know, so this was the second game that the Royals have won. So the last time they won, it was Butler. They went again. Are they going to just give it to him every time they win? <laughs> if he's, if he's the leading yeah. scorer, because here's well, the, the thing. The difference was also the uh, the strike rate. I mean, Butler actually put up 19 more runs than Jaiswal, but Jaiswal did it in 31 balls and Butler did it in 51. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about that too. The fireworks are great. But in both of these matches that Rajasthan has won, there's been a quiet hero. It takes place real early in the match. Matter of fact, it's going to be the first over. But Trent Bolt... Did it again. And by did it again, I mean in the first over, has two wickets and a maiden over, meaning he doesn't give up a single run. He's done that twice now, and he hasn't been man of the match either time. But if you're telling me that that doesn't just significantly (laughs) just nuke the plans of their opponent, um, you're wrong. (laughs) So it's like, what else does the guy have to do um, other than basically be perfect to, to open the game? And I'm not saying that that's more impactful than somebody putting up, you know, 60, 70, 80 runs, but I think it should be in the conversation. So what have we learned this weekend? You asked it's that the Royals are legitimate on both sides of the ball. Cause let's not forget. They also have used Vendra Chahal. Chahalywood still looks yeah. good. He's still doing his thing. And this, that's, this game is a perfect example of why I don't like the bonus points for me of the match. Because it, it could have easily been Trent Bolt. You made a great case just now for Trent Bolt, and I hadn't even considered him. Uh, Chahalywood had three wickets and had a less than a seven runs per over economy. He was great. He helped uh, helped close it out. Jaiswal was great. Butler was great. Like is did, Was Jaiswal really 50 bonus points better than any of those guys? I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, Um that's the frustrating thing about man of the match. I feel like more often than not, we do guess which player it should yeah. likely be, yeah, but sometimes, 
I don't know that anybody put Jaiswell's name out there when we were sort of discussing that match. Um, Mm -mm. It's not a surprise. I mean, he scored a ton of runs, but um, those were the pluses um, in in this match for for Rajasthan. Are you worried about Samson at all? I'm not worried that he's gonna that he's gonna have a bunch of bad matches, but he does seem like he's not hitting as hard this year. I mean, he wasn't as he didn't have as many points last year as uh, as Butler did. but I'd still be happy to play him. Yeah, because if you average him, he's looking at you know over thirty runs a game, which sounds fine. But that came in a form of a fifty-five, forty-two, and a duck. Um, so yeah. that's. I feel like it's stinging more than it should. I hmm. still, I still consider him part of this uh, this holy trinity to start the batting order for for Rajasthan. I'm. I'm still sitting on him. I'm going to. He'll be in my lineup the next time they play. Um, but th- that's he's not going to get a duck again. But I just don't. He no. came into the season in such form. I just I don't worry about him yet. And you know, we'll see. He's if he also got me. the potential. He has the potential for for more uh, catches as the as the actual wicket keeper too. Yeah, plays in a good spot. Um, on the other side of that game. Um, was it was Warner the only person who who bothered to play for the Delhi Capitals? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the only name that's really ringing a bell in my head because, yet again, um, just Mister Consistency. You, you can't take anything away from his ability to just score runs. And once again, it looked like he was on his heels early, but he put up a sixty-five. He did it on fifty-five balls. Um, yeah, the strike rate's only one hundred eighteen, but. 65 is a 65. I'll I'll put that on my fantasy lineup any day. Say what you will about whether he's a good replacement for for Pant or not, but right, still put him in my lineup. Fair uh, enough. The next match, next match was was a the the classic uh, El Clasico was uh, a bit of a was, a was that Hindi this year? Would you say? Yeah, it was. That's how you say it in Hindi. <laughs> okay. On uh, you... on Indian Indian. Uh, Sports websites, I saw it called referred to as El Clasico. Okay. So apparently that's a thing. All right. Oh, let's roll with it. The Hindustu Times. Uh, <laughs> yep. So they... the so the so the Super Super Kings versus the Mighty Mumbai Indians, Love or it. something like that. So I was happy to see Jadeja appeared in form. Um, what did he do? Three wickets. They seemed like they were big wickets too. Uh, critical times of the game, but he didn't bat. So we're still stuck on this sort of mystery all-rounder situation. Um, but yeah. just like any of these all-rounders, especially if they are in the starting or the announced 11 and they're going to bowl first, count the bowlers. Look on that starting 11, see how many bowlers there are. If there's four bowlers and Jadeja, and maybe especially if, in, like in this case, Moeen Ali did not play, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to bowl and clearly he still has it. Um, we've mentioned preseason that coming into the IPL, he was the number one ranked T20 all rounder in the world. So he's got the capability. He just needs to be given the opportunity and he finally did it. Yeah. And, and more than likely he was up next to bat this match. He was. They had it well in they had it well in hand. Uh, Rahane, uh, I like that. Ma- made it rain. Uh, Guy Quad didn't get out. I mean, Devin Conway got knocked out right away. You know, my captain. Of course. Um, actually, I think he was my vice captain, but still. Uh, they didn't. They didn't need him to to come in. It's not like he didn't. It's not like they made it through eight batters and he wasn't there. He just no, uh, didn't have to. Ajinkya uh, Rahane made it. Rahane was the saying of the weekend for at least until that match was over, he stole the show. He made it so that most other players didn't have to do much, but here's his scores for the season. Did not play match one, did not play match six, (laughs) 100 (laughs) match 12. So what do you make of this guy? Are you going to plug and play him when you see him available in the future? Yeah, I'd consider it. Sure. I mean, I, I probably, 
I probably won't on the next one. I mean, when it comes to the Super Kings, if I'm going to have three players in my my uh, my lineup for that match, I'm going to have Guy Quad. And actually, you know, now that I'm looking at it, I might have Jadeja and yeah, I probably throw a dart at at Ajinkia and hope he can. Um, I, there's nobody else in the lineup where I think you have a way better chance of getting that kind of points, getting a hundred fantasy points. Yeah. And that's all you can ask for. And at eight credits, yeah. he's a he's a bit of a bargain in that position. He, I would definitely not put him in though, unless I see the green dot. There is that. Yeah. Don't don't maybe I wouldn't even hold him. If you got lucky and you had him yeah. this past yeah. game, I would not expect him to play every match. There's clearly um a gap there. We know that uh Moe and Ali was out with an illness. Um, so there may be something going around that team, and he just took advantage of his opportunity. We've seen that um, because I also want to point out the fact that Hangerman is missing again. He came out that first match one, uh, Hungareka. I mean, he had an amazing game, and then he had a bad game, and then he wasn't playing. So, like, that might have been it, you know, and, yeah. and I hope that's not the case with Rahane. Exciting players are exciting, so I want to see him play some more. But we also need to keep in mind that he was playing against the Mumbai Indians who yep. are not doing anything well right now. It seems like. So yeah, where we are we saw, at with them? We saw rail challengers come out, play Mumbai Indians look like they were the team to beat in the tournament. And then their next matchup, they just get manhandled front to back by KKR who wasn't even looking that strong. So I think that just speaks to, how little Mumbai has to offer. They're the only team in the entire thing right now who I look at and say, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> it's, it, the, the one thing that I, that I think can turn things around and it's, and I, it, it, it's not a thing. It's a human being. It's a man, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's our boy, big sky. Um, if he can light off, he can pull a Dewan. He has the batting capability. He can take his team you know, deep into the overs, play to the death overs, and 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 put up big points. He's just he's not doing it. Um, and I don't know where if you're that poor young man, how you find the motivation to, to <laughs> do what you have to do to make that work when you know the sky is falling around you. Like it's just uh, it's not great. But hey. We didn't have this in the show, Doc, but I would like to con- congratulate uh, Rohit Sharma on now being in the positive uh, on fantasy points. So yeah. we we talked absolute trash about him, and we resurrected him to <laughs> uh, an above ground number. That's great. <laughs> so he 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 did the impossible. I'm proud of him. Yeah, when you have two Indian cricket legends on your team, Rohit Sharma and Sir Yakumar, I can't laugh now without Sir Sir, Sir, Sir Yakumar. Sir Yakumar. <laughs> when you have Sir Yakumar of Mumbai, those two guys on your on your team, and the best they've done so far is twenty two runs. Oh, uh, and that was Rohit, wasn't it? Twenty one of those runs was Rohit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, All you've right. got you've got bigger problems. We'll talk a little bit more about them in the. Uh, Coming up, the upcoming matches. Yeah, old no hit, row hit. I'm not sold yet. Let's move on. Um, yeah, let's get match, through this one quick. Match yeah. 13. Uh, so uh, M- Mark was trying to turn the knife on me about missing out on Butler in that 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 morning <laughs> <laughs> that morning run there. But uh, if if you want to see a grown man cry, just <laughs> drive yeah, by was- Mark's house, get out a megaphone. And just start yelling Yash Dial into his front yard, and just wait for the <laughs> shotgun blast, and then call nine one one because that was it for him. That yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I was hurting over want, Josh Butler, but I don't think I was hurting as bad as you were having Yash Dial in that lineup. If you want to hear my 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 lineup for that active players I had for that lineup, I had Yash Dial was my uncapped, which was so stupid. I why didn't I pick up Sai Sudarsan? I don't remember why. I had some moment where I was like, oh yeah, I think Sai Sudarsan might be bad in this one. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, there's uh there's the the Pacers have have been doing well at this. I don't even remember now. I'm 
I, I completely tilted on this match. So I picked up Yash Dial. Um, and the, here's my uncapped. My only other two players were Shardle Thacker from Knight Riders, my captain, negative four points. And then <laughs> Shubman Gill was my only bright, shining star, and he was 90 points as my vice captain. So good, but not great. But really, it was more, I mean, my fantasy team did awful, but my heart just sank on that last over. It's it's hard to say if that was just the trash of Yash that <laughs> left left him in position for that, or if that was really just Rinku Singh just just coming to life and being the hero. You talked t- about the look. Did you watch you watch that over? Yeah. That you talked about the look in uh, VJ Shanker's eyes. Rinku Singh looked like he was just in some kind of meditative state or something. I don't think he ever had a doubt that he was going to do it. His, yeah, his expression never changed. He didn't look excited. He didn't look stressed or worried. He just looked focused. And like when I saw that look in his eyes, I knew the tile was going to blow it. <laughs> I think you knew because you had started dial and everything was going wrong. So why wouldn't that go wrong too? But you mentioned a name in trying to that was a little self-soothing i like that you did a good job i'm proud of you you got through your explanation to how you ended up on your team but you mentioned size sundarson i mean you championed him last week he I did w- was amazing um he's got to be one of the best if not the best uncapped play for sure the best uncapped play in this match um he's had a back-to-back big games um and he's uncapped so he, he as long as you have an even reasonable amount of credits, you can throw him on um, on your on your lineup when they're when they're playing, and I don't know why you wouldn't. So, you know that's he's the, he's the second highest points um, for an uncapped player behind. Who's number Jaiswell. one? Okay, Jaiswal. That makes sense. Um, Th- three is Rinku Singh. Yeah, well, Rinku Singh uh, did big things today. But again, it's a little bit flopped. He's kind of had that opposite season from Sanju. He's gone yeah. 4, 46, and 48. The guy's a hero today, um, deservedly man of the match. So some of those points are because of that. What, 50 points are just because of that. So it's almost like he's had a whole other big day added on to his total score. That's definitely a little deceiving. Um, mm. And... and he did everything he was supposed to do today, but he bats so late. And I don't know that with the way KKR is batting, that that's going to be good or that's going to be bad. Um, he, he got the death overs. He got the, you know, just leave it all on the table overs. He got the opportunity and he, and he struck with it. But what happens if KKR falls apart at a different time or what if they're leading? I don't know what kind of batter, you know, he really is. Cause KKR is just so confusing. Um, about the only thing that I can say for sure about KKR is that you cannot rely on Andre Russell anymore. Yeah. And on either side of the ball, what's he got one run in two matches now? With, uh, it's <laughs> something like that. I think he went out for a duck in, ma- he in, a, in a second match. And then he had one run and went out today. He did very mediocre with, with the bat and one, and this is an 11 credit player an overseas 11 credit player hogging up your all-around position yeah. i'm not interested right now it sucks uh he used to be one of my favorite players but yeah we talked to the crap out of him in the preseason shows and and reasonably so and his name's going to come up again later in this episode to to emphasize why we were so excited about him um but it's it's Andre just Bustle. yeah <laughs> it's, it's just disappointing um but as as far as you know sifting through the fog on on this game um one of the things that we've been struggling with is is hardik pandya's status as in in terms of what he's going to do on the field but his status this week made that not an issue he was out sick um so you didn't have to worry about starting him um you're waiting for him to come to life but on the other side of the all-rounders position for this team is Rashid Khan, who didn't look like he was going to do much today and then gets three wickets and three balls, pulls off the hat trick, looks like he's going to save the the game 
for GT <laughs> just piles on the points with seemingly no effort. Um, there was a player in our, uh, a manager in our league who, who started him uh, with the, with the times three booster. And it looked like it was going to be a bust. I mean, he did that in his final over of bowling. <laughs> so it was like, he had nothing, nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden like 5,000 points for one of our guys. So it was like, okay. Cause one of those came as a bowl. So, I mean, you're getting bonus, bonus, bonus uh, on top of that for, for that guy. Um, so cons expensive, still 10 and a half overseas player, but I think he's worth the credits. He's the safest great player so far. Sure. Seems to be, I think you just have to start him. If you can make room for him, I don't know that you burn 20 transfers to try to move your team around and make sure he's going to be available for you. I don't even know that you can sit on him because of how expensive he is and he takes up those overseas, but do what you got to do to get him in your lineup. Um, within reason every time he rolls around until he proves to us that, that this is not him, but they treat him like a superstar and he plays like a superstar. He, he became the captain today with, with Pandia being out. So he has a very significant role with that team and he just executes. He's great. I want to say one more thing about this match, um, specifically about KKR, because we're not going to talk about them again. They don't have a Hold on a second. I just wanted to, I wanted to say one more thing to you. Josh Dial. Ah. <laughs> when Hardick comes back, he needs to change his lineup a little bit. Maybe turn the dial yeah. out of the lineup. <laughs> Take, just pull the dial off and throw it in the garbage. Not needed right now. <laughs> uh, dude probably does actually need a break. You know, he needs something. I mean, I'm I'm ragging on him. Uh, I cannot imagine what that guy went through in that last over. They were trying. If you were watching, um, they they were trying to talk to him on the field and basically just yeah give they him, stopped yeah give him anything Two balls left just give him anything to work with and see if Hardik had been there Hardik would have inspired him he he'd have done it somehow it's just I mean no like, Hardik got sick he <laughs> <laughs> wasn't sick he was just sick of Yash Dial and didn't want to be on the same team as him anymore. Yeah. Yash, if you're listening, we love you. Uh, no hard feelings about what happened today, d- despite my tone of voice. No, but there is a guy uh, in my gym parking lot that has a bunch of needles and stuff in the trunk of his car that might help you out. You know, let's try <laughs> some Trenbolone or some Dianabol or, you know, human growth hormone, something to try to power through. <laughs> this is This can't happen anymore. So I want to talk about a different uncapped player for this match. We talked. We mentioned Rinku Singh, and like he's had some up and down games. He's just been real hot the last two. I do want to point out that we also mentioned Saisu Darson, Jaiswal, and Rinku Singh. Right now, they're a league of their own as uncapped players. Uh, they're in the top fifteen fantasy points total for all players, and the only three uncapped players in there. And we're saying we're talking. They've got more points than Vishnoy, than Trent Bolt. Sunil Nareen, Mohamed Shami, Shubman Gill. So they're above some big names. You've got that free uncapped transfer. If, if, if Rinku Singh, it doesn't matter, unless he's playing against Sai Sudarsan or Jaiswal, I'm going to pick him up every time. Good point. We got one more match here. Let's, let's knock this one out. Match 14. There's really only one player to talk about in this match. There, there the is. Desert. Deservedly so, the Sunrisers, Hyderabad versus the Punjab Kings had one player today, and that was Shikhar Dewan. We already talked about it at the beginning of the show. I don't feel like we need to go over it again, yeah. other than the fact that 99 runs, people. 99 runs. So <laughs> I mean, essentially a century. He just doesn't get the bonus for getting over that century, but completely yeah. carried that team. Um, but there was a couple of uh, noteworthy things otherwise that happened in this game. But to just to talk about how dominant Dolan was, they lost that game and he was still main of the match. So <laughs> yeah. there was nobody who rose to that level, not, not anywhere close. Um, but you're talking about uncapped players in the last match. Uh, Rahul Tripathi, uh, he, he put up a 74 today and he's an uncapped player. We haven't seen that from him yet this season until today, but... That's there, something to keep an eye on. Um, and then also uh, Aiden Markram, after going out for a duck, right? Didn't he duck in his first appearance 
earlier in the week, um, rebounded nicely with uh, 37. Yeah, I was I was impressed with the uh, the Sunrisers Bowlers in this one. They they made mincemeat of the Punjab Kings lineup. They're legitimate. Or Dawan. Um, yeah, I played Omran Malik. He wasn't even the best one, but I was very happy. One of the few plays that I made this weekend that I was pretty happy about. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna stick with the bowlers on their side. I did have Aiden, Aiden Markram. I've kind of been high on him the whole season, and he, he had a good outing. Uh, they they really just didn't have that big of a total to chase. I wonder if they had gone another three overs, if he would have ended up with a half century because he I got think so. pretty close. Yeah, and he got really hot once once they knew that they had some wiggle room, like the great batters can do. He started turning up the heat for those boundary shots. All of a sudden, I think he hit like four fours in a row or something like that uh, towards the end of that match. The the match was it was captured. They didn't need to sweat anymore, and that seems like that's what those best batters are able to do is just light off and say, "Here we go. Let's get uh, you know." Let's get some big shots and, and and either secure the win or or grow the lead, whatever it is they're trying to do. But do you think in this match, you know, you, you, the Hyderabad batter bowlers rather the bowlers they look good, they've looked good. Um, but was it more them, or was it just the fact that the Punjab Kings um, are just not that good other outside of Dewan when it comes to batting? I mean, Rajapakska being gone seemed to just rattle the top half of this order. Yeah, that's true. I mean, not not a outside of uh, Dawan and Sam Curran, nobody even scored more than five runs. Wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it could be. It could be that, that, that they're just – they don't have that. I mean, it looks like Mark Matt Short maybe was brought in to replace Roger Paxa. But he just doesn't pack the punch that Rajapaksa punches. Pack a punch, a pack a pack. Okay. <laughs> a little twisted up with that one. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's, it's both, though. I think it's both. I think the the I'm excited about the Sunrisers bowlers. I'm not as excited about their batters, although Tripathi, who little correction, he is not uncapped. He was last year. He's not anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but Tripathi and Markram both looked pretty good. Um, you know, we didn't get to see their lower order. None of the names really stand out of me as players I've been excited about in the past. But I'm looking forward to an opportunity to play the Sunrisers bowlers against the Mumbai batting lineup. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. It sounds mean, of... but I think it would look a lot like it did today. Yeah, I mean, if they had that, um, that bowlerama, the bowler, uh, the bowler booster, yeah. The bowler booster still, that'd be a easy pick. Well, All right. maybe next year they'll Anything else us. you want to say about that? No, I'm ready to uh, quit diagnosing and start forecasting. Yeah, let's look ahead. The matches that I haven't had a chance to screw up yet. All right, first one, Royal Challengers back at home against Lucknow. I'm really looking excited. I'm really excited about this one because Royal Challengers were so dominant when they played at home. I hope they bring that out again because it was so fun to watch. Yeah, there's there's plenty in this match to chew on. Um, the, the opening duo of Faf and Coley um, was really the story of that first home match for RCB. So hopefully that can uh, return. But also um, you, you have Kyle Mayers in this match. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've been high on him since, since that first match that, that he showed up big too. Um, and then also this should be the return of Quentin DeCock. Old cutie cock is, is, is back. Oh, yeah. He pre game last time, um, the super giants played, uh, in an interview said that he was going to play. He just wasn't sure what his role was going to be. be. Um, he, he did not play. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, Glad I didn't run with that, but just over the last few years, Cutie Cock has to be one of the best opening batsmen 
in the IPL. He's one of those guys, uh, much like Faf, who, yes, can hit the big ball, but tends to stick around for a long time when he has good games. He's not a lot of lightning, but he'd be that guy that gets you, you know, 50 on 40, which is great. Yeah. So um, what do you think that does to Nicholas Puran? I guess I want to find out what the what his role is. Is he going is is Cuticock going to be the wicketkeeper or is a real wicketkeeper or just a namesake wicketkeeper? It's hard yeah. to say. Um yeah. It doesn't make that much of a difference. Uh most of his points last year came from batting, not sure. from wicketkeeping. Uh I am I mean he and and Kale Rahul together were just awesome last year. They were like the Faf and Coley a lot of matches like they were their first match. We've we've noticed that uh, Kale Rahul he had a better match this time around, but he has not been the Kale Rahul we're used to. I hope having his his best buddy Quentin DeCock across the street from him or across the, uh, the pitch from him <laughs> across the street. <laughs> That's where he was yesterday. He, or last match, he was across the street at the bar. <laughs> he might have been. I don't think he suited up. Yeah. I don't even think he was listed as a substitute. But you know that's a that's a good point um, because now as a result uh, Kyle Mayers has been in the opening pair. It stands yeah. to reason he'll slide uh, maybe to number three. I could see that actually being better for a guy like Kyle Mayers um, to not have the pressure of being the opener. Some guys thrive in that. Some guys not. Obviously Kyle Mayers has done really well. But as somebody who's more of like a power hitter, I don't know that he is really built as an opener like cutie cock is but we will uh we'll have to see how that's gonna shake out um but mark you had a couple other notes in here um uh about karn sharma for instance yeah we we brought him up last match or uh, last episode and he he paid off he's had two wickets each match um so if you want a safe a pretty safe bet he sounds like a pretty safe bet um and I, I, one of the fun facts I picked up on in my research was he last time they've played the two times they've played luck now during the season and then in the playoffs he's dismissed uh, Deepak Huda twice and it only took him ten balls so he's kind of got Huda's um, number a bit. Okay, so that's something I'm glad you brought that up because we've been trying to monitor this with a few matches. Um, sometimes it seems like chaos. How many bowlers will bowl their full four overs? How many seem to come in, you know, one or two in the power play, and then maybe one or two later? Sometimes they just disappear. This is one of those situations where um, certainly the managers, the captains will know this. They're going to know that um, if anybody can get Deepak Hood out, then uh, Karn can. You know, that's that's going to be the type of thing where I would, you know, I would expect if, if Huda is is at the crease, um, you know, for the first ball of an over, that is certainly an opportunity to bring Karn Sharma in. Um, they're going to try to exploit that. But then obviously the opposite side of that, the strategy is that Huda is going to try to hit a single <laughs> and get, yeah. get to the other side of the crease and, and, and let somebody who has better numbers against Sharma or, you know, a better chance. Um, and they're going to try to eat up his overs. But if if Huda gets out early, Sharma has still looked good. So I, you know, I'm not worried that they'll just like park him. But that can happen. So again, keep an eye on how many um, bowlers you see in the announced eleven when Karn Sharma is is in there. If they're targeting somebody like that, I don't think that's happening in this case. Sharma's looked good, but every now and then you're going to see a a bowler who maybe even hasn't bowled yet this season get thrown in there, count the bowlers. If they have like six bowlers, that guy's in there for one batter and yeah, um, they're just going to swap him out with the impact player. So watch out for um, those kinds of things. But and especially, uh, especially Royal challengers, they've had seven bowlers in or seven players have bowled in each of their matches. Yes. Uh, Karn, Karn Sharma didn't even bowl four last match. He only bowled three. Even though that's um, great. And and Harshal Patel is one of their stars. He only bowled three in the last one. The only one who's bowled four 
in both of them is Mohamed Siraj, who I think is another pretty safe uh, bowler pickup. If you're not yeah. convinced by our Karn love. <laughs> well, as far as bowlers in this match, um, the big announcement is that Mark Wood is expected to be back. So he didn't right. play in the last match due to illness. Seems to be something going around. Nobody's using the dangerous C word, but there's something going on with uh, a bunch of teams having some illnesses. But even despite his absence from the last match, he's still way up on the leaderboard as far as as far as bowlers. He's, so I think he's still tied for the uh, the orange cap. So um, purple cap. Purple cap. Yep. So that's a that's an exciting one, um, and also to be noted in this in this match is that this is a um, relatively small pitch. So yeah, um, that's uh, sh- should be good for for batters. You would assume, but it also does crowd the field um, for the fielders. Less ground for them to cover as well. If you uh, if you pop something up. So I think the guys that tend to hit those dribbling fours are more likely to score big than the guys who hit the rainbows. But that's probably the case in most uh, most venues. So I don't read too much into it. Um, but something to keep in mind if this has an artificially high score. You want to move on? Yeah. So the next match is DC versus Mumbai. They both have perfect records so far. None of them, Neither of them have won a match. Okay, neither one of them has scars, and let's move on to match 17. <laughs> Somebody is walking out of this match. This has to be motivating. Someone's walking yes. out of this match as the only team left without a win. Somebody's got a win, and it might as well be you. So, so what's your strategy you, here? What are you looking to exploit, if anything, in this match? Um, I got a, a couple a couple things I've been thinking about. One, uh, the only player that I'm likely going to play from Mumbai is Tilak Farmer because he doesn't cost me anything. Okay. He's been the only really consistent player they've had. Um, another player I want to, I want to point out is Tim David who he did bat in the last match. He's an all rounder. Uh, and I'm looking, I'm pulling it up. I think he did. Okay. He got 31 off of 22, which is one of the best I'll take batting it. runs the Indians have had. Well, you got through that yeah. cru- critical thirty run marker. You get your first bo- boost or bonus there. What plus four? You know, so it's like a free boundary shot. That's the the first big benchmark for for a good a good batting day. So if this is your first year playing or paying attention to uh, IPL, last year the Mumbai Indians, and for the last few years they've had a mainstay on their lineup, Kieran Pollard. And we used to the way we talk about how Andre Russell was last year is how we used to talk about. Kieran Pollard, just yeah. the big middle order hitter, all rounder. He could bowl. He could bowl wickets. He could pick up wickets. It was, um, he was like the guy you had to have on your mat on your team when Mumbai played. Uh, he's retired from playing the IPL, and the talk is that Tim David's being trained to be his replacement. Um, this match is a good sign of that, is he had one four, two sixes, bowled for 30, 31 runs. Uh, and also a fun fact: his batting coach is Kieran Pollard. So okay, so there's there is actually like a it's not just a eh, he's a guy who goes in six or seventh of the order. He's getting coached by the guy who's done it. So I'm probably not going to put him in this match because again, I just I'm probably honestly going to go pretty light on this match and save some transfers. But I'm keeping my eye on him if he has a good game this time he might start making his way in i could see that um i had mentioned wanting to play the sunrisers bowling order against the mumbai indians i think if you're looking to exploit something here um that's certainly possible to do with a couple of the dc bowlers um Enric Nokia did not do well in the last match, but I could definitely see him being as a good bounce back candidate here. Um, and then um, Mr. Solid, David Warner, the mustache, is always a, a good option. I think he's been one of the most consistent batters we've seen, and he's playing against a bad team. So seems like a, a relatively safe bet here. Um, I just don't know that there's anybody I'm excited about. Like, really I mean, anywhere here. 
One interesting uh, stat about this match, which will be, which I wonder if it'll if it'll affect the outcome, is that David Warner has not won an IPL match since he shaved his mustache. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't feel like that should surprise anyone. <laughs> when yeah. that's your identity, and you just shave it off, um, uh, you kind of get. What you get. I'll ride the virtual mustache uh, for match 16, though. There's not a whole lot else to look for. Match 17, though, kind of exact opposite. I'm going to have trouble figuring out which players not to put in my lineup. This is definitely one of those, you know there's going to be big points. I think this match is going to be critical when it comes to captain and vice-captain selections. Because mm-hmm. who's it going to be? I, I think you're excited for Joss Butler and Guy Quad. So maybe there's your captain, vice captain right there. But there's, you know, there's something to be said about the fact that Jaiswell outperformed Joss Butler last week. So, you know, (laughs) you could throw a captaincy on him. You know, we talked about this a little bit um, in the, before we started recording, sort of strategy. If you're, if you're leading or if you're chasing in your, in your home league, taking the conservative route. I think I just mentioned that, that that would be your, your captain, your vice captain, something like, you know, Butler and guy quad, but there's so many good players in this match that if you need a differential pick, you can still play the same players as the people that you're playing against in your home league, but beat them here with um, maybe trying something uh, a little unorthodox with your captaincy picks. Cause those aren't going to be the only two players that do well. Somebody else in this match is probably going to do well. Even Jadeja, uh, there's going to be a lot of people who aren't ready to trust him yet. That's uh, fair. And I think the the jury's out still of whether you should trust him, but if you need something to, to get you ahead, throwing him in your lineup and even just having him in there when other people don't or making him a captain if you're, if you're going real bold. Yeah, so this is a, this is a problem with, with CSK especially. Um, watch for Jadeja. Watch for Moeen Ali. Um, are they bowling first? Are they batting first? Who's going to bowl those games? You know, who's going to bowl those overs in this in this match? Um, so especially if they're bowling first and you have that announced 11, like I, I keep preaching it, count the bowlers. If Jadeja and Moe, Moe and Ali are, are in that starting 11 and there's five bowlers, that's not great odds that they're going to get a lot of overs. But if there's yeah. only if there's only three, maybe even in some cases four, uh, go for it. Would you envision a world where you start both of those guys, Mark Jadeja and Moeen Ali? No, I probably wouldn't. I feel like that's too much butter on a. If I if I already had one in my lineup, if I have one just sitting there and I only had to spend the one transfer, uh, then maybe. But there's just uh, like there's just so many other things. We've talked about uh you are you gonna make it rain or not? Uh if he's in, I'd I'd consider putting him in too. That's he's fair. Playing. Um so other than Jaiswall, and we don't have this in the show doc, Mark, but other than Jaiswall, uncaps for this match. Has anybody come to mind? No. I got one sort of on the radar, and it's mostly just because we love his nickname, and that's the Trash Panda. Trash Panda. Oh, he's uncapped. Nice. I didn't realize that. Tushar Dushpanda is the Trash Panda. He's uncapped. Um, And he did get – did he get two wickets in the last game? He he did well. Um, So he's there. If you're sitting on Jaiswal and you're looking for an uncapped player – after sure. match one, I'd have been looking for a hanger man. At five and a half credits, hanger man looked like he was going to be the bargain of the century. He's off the map for me right now. He's he's not even a likely player, but I think just I think the trash panda has played in every match. He's been given his overs. He's a true bowler, so he will. He's one of those guys that will steal overs from Moeen Ali or Jadeja, depending on matchups. Um, so he's. Like I said, I, he wasn't in our show doc. He's not somebody that I meant to to bring up, but 
this is one of those matches that because Jaiswal just seems like the obvious uncapped pick, I was just thinking, what would you do if you're like a lot of people and sat on him? Yeah, which which a lot of people will. That's a good that's a good point. Uh, he's really the only uncapped option that uh, Seasburg Kings has at all. And then to finish it up, uh, match eighteen, Punjab Kings versus Gujarat. If if those teams hadn't lost, this would have been the the battle royale. Uh, but now it's just two normal, two and one teams. The old regulars. Uh, the first one I, thing I want to point out is that Punjab has a quick turnaround. So even if you like Gujarat to win, I think I'd lean on getting an extra Punjab player just so I can hold him for the next one. And who would that um, be other than Dewan? Oh, other than Dewan, I'd have to look at the lineup. I'll come back to you on that one. Okay. I'm thinking of, again, two uncapped guys that are not bad options. They both, ugh, they they cracked out early today. But Jitta Sharma and Prabhsimran Singh both bat early in the order. Yeah, they're yeah. both uncapped and they're both cheap. Um, so especially in that um, in that wicketkeeper position, Jitta Sharma is a great placeholder. And then Prabhsimran Singh had that huge huge game and i mean he went out first ball today that's not going to happen again he's been pretty reliable other than today so um if you're just stockpiling guys those are two pretty cheap options but go i'd also take i'd also take sam curran he's okay he has not been lights out this year yet uh but he also has not gotten any wickets he's had great economy uh when he gets up to bat he's mostly done okay not great but i think if if he had if he could pick up a wicket or two he could easily be uh up there in dawan territory for for a match well most importantly he'll play those uncapped players you never know um he's he's one of the few true all-rounders left who bowls three to four overs uh and still bats in the first uh, he batted fifth uh in this last match Okay, so so, uh, so much potential there. So Punjab's definitely on a quick turnaround. If you're going to stockpile from one side or the other, Punjab over GT. Um, um, yeah, and the, while we're talking about the turnaround, real quick, uh, KKR plays in the next match, match 19, and they have a quick turnaround. So if you are going to stockpile players, make sure if there's anyone you want to stockpile on KKR, you leave enough uncapped spot or not uncapped uh, overseas spots or whatever. Hey, there's a lot of freedom there now because you're probably not sitting on Andre Russell. Um, That's right. <laughs> but on this match still, um, something I want to point out is that uh, the Gujarat Titans, we're talking about true all-rounders. Um, obviously, Hardik Pandya is a true all-rounder. Um, but there are other two all-rounders that are in play. So Hardik Pandya is expensive. Uh, we've we've pounded Rashid Khan as much as we can. He's um, expensive and uh, an overseas player. You're going to do everything you can to get him in for this game. Um, but if you need an all-rounder, if you're looking, uh, a couple of great games now from Shanker. BJ Shanker, he's looking good. He's only seven credits. Um, so as far as like a good all-rounder that's inexpensive, um, that's not a bad play at all. And he's got crazy eyes. And so that's a, starting to look like a lot of runs. Um, but I think you're safe. Uh You've never been safer than with uh, a guy like Khan. I mean, the the Kings just fell constantly today against lesser bowlers than Khan. So you're probably looking yeah. for him. But I think you can trust a lot of the the GT bowlers. And I'm also looking at Azari Joseph. Um, Mark, has he been on your radar at all? Yeah, he, he just comes out and looks solid. One thing that I noticed from the last matchup uh, where they barely lost to KKR is he had the best, he had two wickets, which is great, but he also had the best economy um, in a match where even Rashid Khan was allowing nine and a half runs per over. He still managed to stay under seven. Uh, and so you, get a bonus, keep, you get bonus if you get under seven. So that's worth extra points for your bowlers. And he's got, so he's going to keep bowling four overs. And if he's doing that well, they trust him. He's getting wickets. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be excited to play him. Yeah. He's kind of one What's of those. His, uh, and he's ahead. not as expensive as Khan. I mean, obviously he's not scoring. He's eight credits. And when you said that he had two wickets in this last game, he's had two wickets every game. So 
Oh, very consistent. Um, somebody I'm looking for there. Um, but just to blanket all of this stuff, you know, we're, we, we try to avoid in a lot of cases talking about the superstars, you know, who they are. Um, we're just kind of tickling their feet when necessary. in some of these matchups, I hope we're not annoying anybody by saying play con play con. We get it. It's just that this <laughs> yeah. is again, a particularly good matchup for him. Um, so exploit that when necessary. I think that's it for our upcoming matches. Anything else you want to touch on there? No, no, I'm excited to get into this next segment. I'm excited too. Tell us what you got. So I want to take a step into the fantasy time machine. (laughs) Was that good? (laughs) I'm so glad we got our sound effects board working. That's perfect. Yes. Uh, So what I was thinking was a lot of our our listeners are, are new to fantasy cricket and new to cricket. And if you're look, looking for a way to get an advantage, what are some of the things you might do, things you might look at um, to find the players who are going to give you a little bit of a boost? And just to take a few episodes, this will be the first one, and look at some of those strategies. So the first one, the fantasy time machine. Um, I've been very tempted. In fact, I've done it already in this episode while we're talking to say, all right, uh, Gujarat and Punjab are playing in match 18. How did they do last year when they played each other? Was was there anybody who stood out? Did anybody get a ton of runs? Did anybody end up with four wickets? Should I put them in my lineup? Uh, so I wanted to take a look and actually dig into the numbers a bit to see if that's a winning strategy. And what was revealed? Well, what I did was looked at four, four of the five previous matches. Uh, I was going to look at Mumbai Indians versus Super Kings, but last the, their teams have changed so much since last year, that there wasn't really much good data. But I looked at the last four matches besides that. Um, I tried to avoid playoff matches because those are a little different. I tried to avoid looking at like the first match of the season because teams are still kind of figuring things out at that point. And I thought, what, what, do, you, what do you usually play? You usually play four to five players on average maybe per matchup. So you're going to pick the best two to three players. So who were the best two to three players in all of those matchups last year? And then if you had played those players, would it have turned out well for you in the last four matches? So let me pull up my math here. Wish I had made this a little more accessible. There. It is. <laughs> so in the first match, uh, Sunrisers, Hyderabad versus Lucknow. If you played the top three from 2022, it would have been KL Rahul, Washington Sundar and Deepak Huda. Uh, none of those were big hits. Uh, last year, Kale Rahul got 110 fantasy points. This year, he got 47. Now, the only one of those that was a bust was Washington Sundar. So you've got a, two players who, eh, you're not thrilled with, but they did get your points. In Rajasthan versus Delhi Capitals, the top three players were Mitchell Marsh, David Warner, and Ravishandra Ashwin. Uh, Mitchell Marsh actually scored 212 fantasy points. Jesus Christ. In, in match that game. I think he had four wickets. No, two wickets and 89 runs. All right. A bunch of bunch of uh, fours and sixes. Anyway, if you had played him, if you had said he's a slam dunk, you would have gotten five fantasy points this time around. <laughs> Ouch. On the other hand, Mr. Consistent himself, David Warner scored 83 last year and 84 this year. Hey. And then Ravi Ashwin was kind of in the middle. He scored 76 and he's did 56 this year. So not super disappointed. But yeah, if you had Captain Mitchell, Mar- Mitchell Marsh thinking he was going to repeat performance, you'd have been very sad. And there's the next match is the same thing. Gujarat versus KKR last year. Andre Russell had four wickets. And 48 runs. This year, he had one run. And he got five <laughs> five fantasy points. God. So it went from 181 to five. Uh, on the other hand, though, Rashid Khan and Rinku Singh were the other two. So you absolutely would have been thrilled to have those two on your lineup. And then finally, uh, Sunrisers versus Punjab. Uh, Umar Malik was a man of the match with 188 points last year. Uh, Bhuvi Kumar 
was second and Aiden Markram was third. Aiden Markram scored about the same amount. Kumar did uh, about half the points he did last year at 45 versus 83. And Umar Malik only scored 62. He was still a decent play. Um, so in conclusion, um, what, what I found is that there's some busts. There's some you would have been really happy about. Most of them kind of fell in the middle. So as a starting point, I don't think it's a terrible strategy. Uh, but it's not going to win you uh, win you any leagues. I think that's fair. If you were going to look at this strategy, this data point, and compare it to, say, players who are in form, so to speak, players who are doing well now versus players who are big names um, or have particularly juicy matchups coming up, where would you sort of rank comparing last year's performances in these matches, you know, these fantasy time machine performances, is it, is it equal parts, those kinds of things, or do you prioritize one over the other? I think it's worth looking at, but I would put, uh, I would put the who's in form now ahead of this. I would, I would like to look, I would like to dig into this topic deeper though. If I had a better way of, uh, of sifting through stats to look more at players, individual players instead of teams, like the thing before about Karn Sharma uh, taking two wickets and 10 balls on um, Deepak Huda. Are there anybody like that where they just, they just have somebody's number and putting them in might give you a good chance of getting, or, or even a whole team or maybe Alzari Jofus. <laughs> Jofus. Jofus. Jofus Witness. If he, what if he plays really well every time Gujarat plays at home, for example? Um, I would love to see more of those things. And I think I'm going to try to dig into them more uh, in future episodes. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so hard to determine, you know, what is the most important piece when you're trying to pick out who you're going to start, who you're going to spend transfers on, where you're going to prioritize those credits. Um, and I don't think that there's one right answer. I think it changes from player to player, from team to team, the type of criteria that's going to matter most. Um, and I was having a conversation with somebody who's actually in our league earlier today about like trying to find good information. It's part of the reason we wanted to start this podcast is getting the conversation about some of these players out there in a digestible form, you you can go to a lot of websites that give you the predictions for the matches, but I feel like a lot of times, a lot of that's just, it's very generic. It's going to tell you probable yeah. best bowler, probable best batter. And it's just the guy who's probably the most expensive on dream 11. It's like, <laughs> okay, fine. Um, but don't forget to play the match. You're picking who goes on. Your, your team. So sometimes it's just more fun to try to find the diamond in the rough. Sometimes it's more fun to pick a player that you just sort of, you know, decided is one of your favorites. If you only used this criteria, Kyle Mayers wouldn't even be an option. I don't think he was on the super giants team last year. And I'm definitely playing him over, you know, Rahul or, you know, really most players on that team right now. Um, but also he didn't look as good as some other players did, last week. So I can't even say that like the inform thing is great. You know, you're up and down. I'm going to play him because he's one of my favorite players right now. I think he's got a lot of great opportunity and when he plays well, it's very exciting. And that makes playing the dream 11 side of it more fun for me, win or lose. So that's a factor that's sort of the X factor for me. Yeah. Well said. I mean, it's, it's so much fun. I, I played Rinku Singh. The, in the second match when he, the first one where he did really well. And I wish I had played him this match, not just because obviously he did great. Um, nobody saw that coming uh, except for Rinku Singh. I feel like he knew like when he stepped into the stadium that he was going to win that match for him. Sure. But it's just, it feels good when you've, when you've got those players you're kind of rooting for. And yeah. who's to say that's not just the thing that tips it more than how they did in their match last year. Yep, I think that's you know ultimately what we're getting at here is that there's a lot of different uh, 
ways to decide who to put on your team. I don't think that there's any statistically perfect way to do that. Everybody, you know, is probably playing this with us has played fantasy football and you might've had a statistically perfect draft. You picked all of the right players based on what all the experts said, all the opportunity and you finish, you know, dead last in your league. Meanwhile, somebody who inexplicably, you know, drafted their favorite quarterback the first round because they just wanted to make sure they get it beat you every time you play them and they're just that person's having way more fun who cares if their team's not better you know than yours they they're finding ways to win and even when they don't win they're rooting for the same guy they're having a good time so um, factor that in as well because this is supposed to be fun even when you wake up and you didn't play Josh Butler and everybody else did or even when Yash Dial is you know upper decking your parents toilet just you know it's it's gonna be a bad day every now and then so uh just you know have some fun with it anything else mark i feel like there's a a joke there with upper deck and the rink you sink like maybe (laughs) you just reach out to us uh you know leave it leave a comment or send an email if you've got a great uh rink you sing uh yeah style pun joke Love to hear them. There's something in there for sure. But let's wrap it up. I think that takes care of this episode. We'll talk to you. It's going to be another good week. It is going to be a good week. It's always a good week. have, Have some fun. All right. We'll see you later. Later.